In a tragic drive-by shooting, local Gauteng IT businessman Maromo Pena was shot and killed while sitting in his car in Johannesburg. But not before he and his wife received a terrifying call from a hitman, just two months before the shocking assassination. Pena's wife Joanna had the presence of mind to record the conversation. This is what the self-proclaimed hitman had to say. There have been uh, many, 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 many tries to get a hold of you, but then luckily today I've managed to get a hold of you. What projects are you talking about? Well, I don't want to go into final details, but then just know that we've been trying to get in contact with you uh, with regards to a situation pertaining you and your family. Uh, me and my family. Uh, even a cell phone number was was left at your house just to just so you can contact it with regards to a matter pertaining you and your family. Pertain, what, what about me and my family? Uh, life and death. Uh, actually, I uh, wouldn't call it a group, but uh, I'm one of the people that has been trying to get a hold of you because uh, I feel like you and your family, I don't really feel like, but then I know that you and my family are in trouble. Basically, you and your husband. Uh, on the 4th of August, we've been uh, following your husband. Uh, he went and I took his car and then ended up in some of the apartments in Johannesburg. And then uh, we also know the whereabouts of where you drop off your kids in the morning and pick them up in the afternoons. And then all the vehicle registrations of the cars, uh, we have them available with us. So, uh, and just a matter of days, uh, situation pertaining to your man uh, would have been a uh, 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 on the news, actually, or you, you guys would have been murdered by them. So I'm just trying to get in contact with regards to that, uh, just so you can try to make means to talk to you, because I believe we also tried to contact you, speak to you, but try to see if we can meet up in a police station, just so you can be comfortable and we can talk. And then uh, also those means uh, were declined by you, I believe. So I'm asking, uh, which method do you prefer us to handle this? Because uh, I believe we've been we've been trying to sort this out. What for, What are we uh, trying to time. sort? You said your name is Kolani. Yeah. What are we trying to sort here? Because I I I don't understand what you're talking about. A hit has been taken out on you or your husband. So if A we hit. find. Not even fine. If we get a hold of you or your husband first, whoever we find first, we kill. Okay. Who's who sent you to kill us? I uh, know that's those, those are those are funny details that we can talk about when we meet up. So that's why I'm calling you to the password. Okay. We'll, okay. I will call you and and I'll I'll arrange uh, for a meeting. The caller urged the couple to meet him at a police station if they wished to avert the hit. Although the couple did not meet the hitman styling himself as Tolani, they did report the threat to police. In a sad turn of events, Times Live Investigations has learned that despite police having been alerted to the plot, obtaining CCTV footage of a BMW X5 driven by the so-called Tolani, who is seen to be parked outside the Peña's home and having located his apparent address a month before the killing, they failed to arrest him before the murder.
Times Live understands from police sources that Kolani has subsequently fled with his whereabouts currently unknown. Four gunmen shot Pena in his white Land Rover Discovery on the 17th of October in Rodeport as he waited for a traffic light on Hendrik Portgetter Road to change. He just dropped off their children at school. Just months before the couple received the threat, which they reported to detectives at the Honeydew Police Station, Johanna Pena, who owns Foresight IT Business Solution, cancelled a 35 million rand contract with a subcontractor, Aimright Trading 102. In September, she testified in an internal disciplinary hearing against the now former Home Affairs Department IT Security Services Director, Zakele Kuzwayo. She is also due to testify against another senior official on the 9th of December. The hearings and the cancellation of a contract are linked to a forensic investigation by auditing firm BDO and the alleged irregularities and fraud that the Peñas discovered around the 119 million rand contract. In February of 2021, Foresight was awarded a five-year IT security system installation and maintenance contract by the Department of Home Affairs. The contract, however, required Foresight to cede a 30% of the tender to a subcontractor, whose business had to be IT security and was run by a woman. They offered the subcontract to Aimright, which is based in Sibokeng, after its owner, Dorcas Tebengu, emailed her inquiring about the contract. Aimright's responsibility was to install security systems at the department's offices in the Eastern Cape, Free State and KwaZulu-Natal. Speaking from her backyard room in Sibyl King, Ebengu admits neither she nor her company had IT experience and that she had never heard of the Peñas until being contacted by Times Live Investigations. Ebengu's brother, Pilani Mohomotsi, who was until recently registered as the director of the company, his LinkedIn profile also shows that he works for the Gauteng Health Department at a hospital in Pretoria. Information in nearly 400 pages of leaked documents, including letters from the Peñas to the department's director general and chief financial officer, raised the alarm about alleged irregularities around Aimright, including that department officials allegedly worked with the company to sabotage the tender, that national treasury regulations were definitely flouted, and that fraud had been committed. Times Live investigative reporter Tankiso Maketa explains the links between Aimright and the former Home Affairs Department IT Security Services Director. The Department's IT Security System Director is a close friend of the directors of Aimright Trading. Aimright Trading, which is to have been paid $35 million, is also where the Department's IT Director's brother, works as a senior employee. Our investigative reporters tried to speak to Mohamotsi, who declined comment. Um, firstly, I just wanted to check if um, you saw my, my questions, uh, questions that I sent you last week, actually two weeks ago. Yeah, I did see them. Oh, you're not at liberty to respond to them? 
Oh, okay. Also, um... They also tried to contact Kuzwayo. Graham from Times Life. Is that Ken? We chatted, I think, on WhatsApp. I called you the other day in regards to the story that we're working on. Yes. On the home affairs with Foresight and um, Aimright and that. Yes. And we just wanted to know if we could, could chat to you in regards to what happened. And... Oh, no, no, we can't. We can't. I'm not prepared to take any Do you know Dorcas at all? Do you have you got a number for her that you could I chat to? No, I don't. I don't know. You don't know her at all? No. And Pilani, do you know? We are engaging. We are doing exactly what I've said. Okay, no, I just want to get their numbers if you have. Yeah, but you are, you are a journalist. You are just speaking. Yeah. Ebe however, was more open to discuss the matter. She confirmed that she had started Aimright and was its director but that she had never worked in the IT sector. She had asked her brother, who she says is better educated, to run the company, and she says she simply signs what she is given. She said she had heard of the Foresight contract, but didn't know how much it was worth and had never received a cent from it. The subcontract which her company had been given would have resulted in a 35 million rand payday. It is believed that the brutal assassination of Marumo Peña is linked to the exposure of Aimright by the Peñas and the cancellation of the subcontract. Police spokesperson Colonel Mavela Mosondo said a case of fraud opened by the Home Affairs Department was under investigation by the SAPS National Head Office Anti-Corruption Unit. For more on the story, please see the Times Live investigation, which is available now. This is an ongoing story, which our teams will continue to track.